This is Jen, and welcome back to Paranormal.chat. I'm here with my brother Eric and Jesse. Say hi, guys. Hey, hey. How's it going? And we are back with episode 27. Uh, this is going to be the Bell Witch Part 2. If the you, conclusion. Yes. Uh, very exciting. This episode, we are going to just tell you there is a trigger warning. There is uh, sexual abuse and rape involved in this so if you're if you don't think you can handle that just find a different episode or just like find some or just just cut out during that part and yeah. we'll I, I think we'll i'll i'll try to remember to give you a know, pre-warning before yeah, give we get a pre-warning there. before we get in there because it, it's it's pretty sequential it's pretty yeah. chronological so I, I i'll i'll be able to tell when my sister's coming up to those parts mm-hmm. or we could just go <laughs> whatever <laughs> But any hoosers, you can find us on Spotify, Apple iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, I'm sorry, and Podbean. Uh, you can find us on the socials on Facebook and Instagram. Both of them are paranormal.chat. Don't forget that dot. Very important. <laughs> and if you want to be on the show, definitely email us at letschatparanormal at gmail.com. You could set up a Zoom meeting with us, or you can... Uh, type out your story and one of us will read it over the podcast. It'll be great. Before we get started, any creepy updates? No, uh, unfortunately, I don't have any creepy updates. Uh, just a bunch of people dying on military, you know, every night, pretty much. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> no, not really. Not anything I can think of. So I have a creepy update that I didn't tell you about. Ooh, that nice. it was actually last night. So... The mystery of the phantom farts. <laughs> I wish it was that, <laughs> to be honest. So I went to bed, I want to say around 10 p.m. or 10.30 p.m. Okay. And Jesse was over here in the living room still. He was on the couch. At one point, I woke up because I felt like the bed shift, like if somebody sat down. Ooh. Yeah, and so I thought it was Jesse. And so like I turned around and I didn't see him. Like I even like put my hand out. Okay. And I was like, well, maybe it was Lola. And I was like, well, Lola wouldn't be able to, like, make the bed shift that much because, yeah, you know, she's yeah, like yeah. a 10-pound dog. And so, like... She is a fat ass, though. <laughs> but, like, I I wasn't scared, though, weirdly. Like, you would think me, of all people, would be terrified. But maybe it was because I was kind of drunk and exhausted. Oh, so. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm going back to sleep. And yeah, so, yeah, I can yeah. see that. So yeah. when Jesse did finally come to bed, like it was very obvious. Like when he came to bed, because he woke me up, he was like, "I'm going, I'm going to go to sleep." I'm like, okay, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a cookie? <laughs> Just wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just be polite. <laughs> Just celebrate, I guess. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but yeah, that was my creepy update. That was. I thought it was strange. Uh, you, you know, I guess because to me, these things don't, what, what, what am I trying to say? Like, they don't trigger a paranormal thought, but I guess it could be considered kind of like a spooky update. But like, uh, again, like I said, I sleep now during the day. And the other day while I was asleep, uh, we have three dogs in the, in the, the house. So one is normally outside because he's a little asshole. And the bigger one normally likes to sleep in the front living room. We have the the medium-sized dog. 
Well, the other day, it sounded like the medium-sized dog was fighting with another dog in the room. And I thought I was just like, you know, oh, fuck, it's, you know, Charlie and Luke fighting. <laughs> or not fighting, but like playing, right? Mm-hmm. I can hear their collars moving. I can hear the, the feet padding on the floor and stuff. So I get up, and it immediately stops. And I look, and it's just Charlie. And I'm like, huh, right? So I get up, and I go, and I see where Luke is, and he's laying in the bed like normal in the living room. But again, I don't know if it, if like he just took off over there when I got up and got off the bed. But still, he's playing. Yeah, he's I was playing like, possum. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, there, there's sometimes where I guess when I think back on it, I kind of question like, hmm, maybe it was something. I don't yeah. know. Maybe he's playing with a distant, you know, like a kid with no hands and arms just crawling along the floor don't or something. Say that. But I was thinking more like maybe Baymax. Yeah, or y'all, y'all used to have the dog named Bmax, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so maybe he was just came back. Oh, God. <laughs> Yo, I'm trying to get rid of them. They keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that I would consider that something because I definitely feel like animals definitely come back, especially when it's to loved ones. Um, yeah, yeah. Like when we, so me and Eric had two dogs when we were growing up, Fat Rosie and Skinny Rosie. Yeah. And so they were, like, very loved by the whole family. And so uh, when Fat Rosie died, like, I was devastated. That was my baby. Like, I cried for days. And um, at one point, like, I was falling asleep. And, like, I heard her, like, yelp. Yeah, she did have a distinct sound yeah. that she made, yeah. And so, like, I it, like, shot me up out of bed. And, like, I was like, where's my baby? And then, like, I remembered. I was like, oh, my God, she died. So it was just, I definitely think dogs come back to to visit their, their loved ones. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree to an extent. Because then again, you know, just the, kind of the way that I think, uh, I think, like, extreme traumatic moments like that can, uh, or extreme traumatic events like that can affect a person. And if it, if it is remembered like strongly it can manifest something yeah probably like i was like devastated like i almost got in a car accident because like i would just like randomly think of her and i started crying on the fucking highway (laughs) and that's aside from you're already a terrible driver but (laughs) whatever (laughs) don't no don't say that whatever you text and drive so no hey i remember texting during the time this this is one of those i'm so old moments <laughs> i remember texting during a time where you had to hit the key like three times or two times because yeah, it, it was the, the yeah it was, was the, the letter like you had to do the two yeah well <laughs> the i'm T9. just, yeah, I'm just go, gonna T9. say i preferred those phones before oh, because yeah. i didn't have to look at my <laughs> keyboard and i was able to test and drive <laughs> Terrible. It was safer back then. <laughs> I know. Now we can't. Well, now we don't know what buttons we're pushing. No, please don't text and drive. Jesus Christ. PSA. <laughs> yeah. Um, but okay. Uh, I think we're ready. We're going to do like a quick, very quick rundown of our last episode uh, just as a refresher. And then we're going to jump back into our story of the Bell Witch. So in the last episode, we were introduced to John Bell and his family. They're a very prosperous family in Red River in Tennessee. They are, are a co- they have a lot of kids, uh, but the main one that you gotta know is uh, Betsy. So they got a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the other thing I, I think also to remember because if, if people do like go and research this, 
they're going to see Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Her name is truly Elizabeth, but they call her Betsy. Yeah, that, that's just her nickname. Yeah. So um, John Bell and Betsy are the main ones that you should know about from the Bell family. And then we have Kate Batts, who is actually Kathy Bates. Um, <laughs> she kind of put a curse on the family. Um, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> technically, she was never said that she was a witch, but, you know, she kind of did curse them <laughs> in, a, in a church. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then we have Richard Powell, who is a school teacher who eventually marries Betsy, that gross ass, because Betsy's yeah. like super young and like there's well, more. Well, I, I don't think we should have divulged that information oh, just yeah. yet. Sorry. It's, it's all right. Yeah, they, all right. they're recording, but whatever. Um, <laughs> of course, the Bell Witch. Uh, she, or well, I don't know if it's a he or she, it doesn't matter. The entity. Uh, started off as a very like low level type of haunting, just like pelting shit at them, you know, dropping shit on the walls and whatnot. Making noises. Yeah, and yeah. then all the way to full blown like fucking talking, making shit happen, slapping the <laughs> shit out of Betsy, and you know, just being a nuisance. But she's also very sassy. Yes. Like yes. sassy as fuck. <laughs> but she's also very racist. Also, yeah. so yeah. not cool, guys. Remember this. Yeah, <laughs> remember this. Everybody in this story had slaves, basically, yeah. and that's not. This is said in the Antebellum South. <sighs> that's that's what it. Is. Yeah, and unfortunately, <laughs> um, they do. The slaves do like play a part in parts of the story, so that's the only reason I'm mentioning it. I really tried to leave that part out because I was like, this. There's no way that this adds anything until like I read certain parts. Come on, patient. Yeah. It's gonna have something to do. Yeah. They're gonna pop up eventually. So, any hoosers, where we left off is the Bell Witch finally concludes after like she keeps telling them, uh, like she, that she used to be different types of things. She used to be a settler. Those killed by Indians. Uh, she had buried gold under a giant <laughs> rock, and she had three individuals supposedly go dig up this gold. Good old sugar mouth. Yeah, Sugar Mouth. He's uh, he's the other person I guess I should have mentioned. Sugar Mouth, which is actually a uh, Reverend. Oh my God, Fort Sugar or something. I don't know. I don't remember. I just know him as Sugar Mouth. Reverend Sugar Knight from Death Row Records. <laughs> yes, Reverend Sugar Knight. <laughs> but anywho, so we left off on the last episode uh, of the Bell Witch finally uh, showing the intentions that. They were actually there to kill John Bell, and that was their only, only, I guess, reason for existing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, well, I, I think it's going to be more clear when uh, a certain doctor who proclaims himself to be a wizard <laughs> is going to uh, huzzah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we're definitely going to have Eric and me going back and forth about. Uh, about oh, no, this I timeline. think you're doing a phenomenal job. Or, well, I definitely left out some things. Um, oh, no, yeah. And I, I think that's the role, you know, moving forward uh, that we should take is you being like the main researcher and writer and me kind of filling in those spots and being supporting facts. Because, <laughs> like, the, the, you're doing a phenomenal job, I think. Awesome on this, this episode. Woo! It's because I read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Reading helps. <laughs> It can take you anywhere. Oh my god, I was singing that song earlier. <laughs> you don't even fucking know. There was a stupid ass meme 
and I don't remember what it was. I think there was like explosions in the background or something, <laughs> but it was the Reading Rainbow song. But anywho's, um, all right, are we ready to get started? So one more thing. Yeah. Did she? Did we already pass the encounter with Richard Powell where she tells him that you are going to? Did that, we pass that? Uh, yeah. Okay, um, so we already. Yeah, let's let's remind uh, our listeners. Uh, so basically, the the Bell Witch is in, alone in the field with Richard Powell. He's like trying to do farm work and shit, and she's telling him like, if you were to try to court Betsy. Her family would approve, and Betsy would choose you over a different suitor named Joshua Gartner. And he asks her, why should I believe you? And she was like, basically, because I will beat the fuck out of you if you don't. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, so before we start, I, I just, want to. I, I want to take some time and just point out that that is an amazing <laughs> argument to make with someone. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> why? Because <laughs> I'll beat the shit out of you if you don't. <laughs> okay, so. Wait, uh, did he comply? Uh, Clearly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> smart man. Yeah, he didn't, get, he didn't get his ass whooped by a fucking spirit. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And she did very well, because at this oh, point, yeah. she is full-on, like, entity. Yeah. Sorry to harp on this more. Like, how would you guys would have asked? Like, knowing that you didn't want to do it, but you didn't want to get the shit beat out of you, how would you have gone, <laughs> you know, how would you guys would have pr- proceeded with this? <laughs> I would have gone and done it, like, in a stupid voice or something with like some stain like just you know uh you go out with me <laughs> and be like see ghost i did it oh just run up to her yeah, no, <laughs> with the letter or something yeah no sense in beating me i did it <laughs> but anyways uh what were you gonna say okay then? so uh, again when we come to the end of this story when we come to the conclusion Everything is going to seem to come together. So I want to propose to the audience that is listening, pay close attention to the, the following stories. They're going to be point, painting a picture that is going to give clues to the end. It, it's almost going to feel like a saw uh, uh, thing <laughs> when everything comes together. No, I'm, I'm not joking. It's like at the end where it's like... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, and you see the, the, the gray, gray no. out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But in, in a serious note, okay, in a serious mm-hmm. because uh, you're you're gonna start realizing when the truth comes out that a lot of these things were like, oh yeah, I see it now, I see it now. So just pay attention, and you'll start to to build the picture. You'll start to see the hints and clues. So all right, let's uh, get started. So we left off on the Bell Witch saying she's only there to to kill John Bell. So around this time, uh, the spirit eventually said that it was actually made up of four beings, uh, their names being Black Dog, Psychography, Jerusalem, and Mathematics. Black. Are those actual names? That's, yes. That's the that's entity's names. the names of the four entities that yeah. are joining the cast. Why did it sound like a group of South Park like <laughs> rappers or something? <laughs> mathematics boy so i have do you have any details on the individuals yes i do okay good okay so black dog was supposed to be what john bell first encountered in the fields black dog was very bossy and harsh but still sounded female psychography had a high-pitched feminine voice that liked to tell jokes and gossip clearly that's (laughs) one i would get along with (laughs) chismosa 
Um, so <laughs> Jerusalem sounded like a prepubescent boy that was always trying to say he was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. This Math- is letting me a lot of like uh, what what's the name from uh, God? If you say South Park again, I'm gonna no, no, slap no, no, no. <laughs> it's it's uh, a McAvoy doesn't. <gasps> oh, oh, from oh, Split, yeah. yeah um, Patricia the, and no, he's the, uh, the guy with the. Oh, oh, Hedwig. Yeah. I loved Hedwig. Jerusalem sounds like he's like the Hedwig. Hedwig. So you're already on the right path. <laughs> okay. You guys want to listen to my CD player? Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, and so mathematics had a feminine voice that only liked to talk when logic and religion were being discussed. So he didn't like to get laid is pretty much what that means. I feel like me and mathematics may have gotten along if I was drunk. Logic sounds like he's just like, whatever you say, I'm going to naysay you on it. <laughs> so wait, you, wait, it wait. sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes the characters would even fight amongst each other and make a racket as if they were in, in a brawl. Like, so it sounded like they were fighting <laughs> yeah. over each other, which is insane because like i'm just like oh ventriloquist and then like oh there's four of them fighting no thank you yeah, and then the bell witch pops up and you're like you're trying to count all of them and you're like oh fuck it yeah <laughs> anywho so um eventually eventually the witch admitted to john johnston that they were there to kill john bell from then on john began uh john bell began to get sick gradually with some the same feeling in his mouth where his mouth and tongue felt swollen and his nervous system actually started having like jolts. Yeah, yeah. And so at the same time, Betsy's affliction started going away mysteriously. Mm-hmm. And so um, if you didn't listen to the last episode, uh, basically it sounded like she was having seizures where like she would pass out on the floor and like eventually they right. got to the point right. where they were just leaving for their and walking around her i I have a little tidbit on further details on the four entities right okay tell me so it was said that all of them drank and mathematics was the one that had the uh drinking problem oh shit no wonder me and mathematics would have gotten (laughs) (laughs) well and uh it said that often they would kind of get into drunken tips with each other with glasses being broken or like being heard throughout the house right. and, and arguing and stuff and it wouldn't be stopped until black dog would threaten to kill them all uh and you guys <laughs> scoffed at me when i said they sound like south park <laughs> so <laughs> no i'm not even joking uh it would start with black dog and mathematics mostly disagreeing with each other like slurring at each other all drunk and soon after the rest would join in but this wasn't uh, a constant thing it would only happen when there was alcohol in the house uh, they would even steal from nearby neighbors. They would go out and steal alcohol from other neighbors. Honestly, Sounds like my type of boys. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> mathematics. <laughs> Beer on time. Let's go. Yeah, pretty much. Because it was also said that when they would uh, arrive back to the house, they would mostly be the sentimental drunks. Oh, no. They're Jesse. Yes. <laughs> Saying like you know, just like I love you, man. Oh and my yeah, so <laughs> you know that time I told you I wanted to kill you. <laughs> I did, but I love you. <laughs> oh my God. So I mean, just to give you a little more. I didn't read that. That's so funny, though. Yeah. Oh because my God. I definitely feel like me and mathematics, we'd be bros. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think me and Black Dog would 
maybe duke it out. No, black dog sounds too much like a dick, so... Exactly! Oh, okay, well, me and, <laughs> me and mathematics, tequila, got this. So, anywho's, after this, the witch soon became less of a scoundrel and more just another being in Red River. The witch would make herself known mainly at night, just to gossip, talk mm-hmm. religion and such... Uh, she actually started saving lives. <laughs> yes, and uh, to, to go back to the, the conversations, it was said that she would even join the conversation because you got to remember, right? Like this is the early 1800s, so no radio, no television, no nothing. So often the family would sit around and gather and just have conversation, and uh, they would claim that the witch would actually join in in conversation and contribute like actual. Uh, you know, meaningful, meaningful stuff. stuff. Like it, it, it <laughs> I would... could just imagine you're having like a deep <laughs> and they're like, you know what? You're right. That is a very valid point. Yeah, sir. no, yeah. Can you imagine um... being drunk and having like this, like this <laughs> fucking like ghost voice? Like, see, bitch, I told you. I, I would hate to be like trying to jerk off in the bathroom oh and just hearing like, yeah, yeah, like, oh shit. <laughs> see, <laughs> that's that's what black dog would do. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. <laughs> but uh it's also said that at this time it it almost seemed like she was uh complicit with the family like just happy being there yeah aside from still having her intentions towards john bell Mm -hmm. but she would also still gonna kill him yeah yeah pretty much (laughs) so it's gonna be a surprise (laughs) (laughs) uh but she would even serenade them to a nice song which they actually described her like because i guess at first her voice was kind of spooky or whatever and then uh, at this time it actually began to get like kind of softer and melodic like oh, she, wow. she actually sang pretty so for she would stuff. do like akon or <laughs> <laughs> i feel like she was practicing in the woods like no bitch i or... think she was like the predecessor to, or or the precursor to r kelly <laughs> boy we ain't getting into r kelly that is just a topic i ain't about <laughs> you're gonna open a can of worms <laughs> so anyways <laughs> Let's get back to this bell witch actually starting to save lives. So during a windstorm, children of the bell family got stuck near a river. They set out from the farm. They went towards the river thinking like, oh, this is a good day, blah, blah, blah. And out of nowhere, this fucking crazy ass windstorm just pops up and they get stuck there. Um, you said windstorm? Yes, a windstorm. Oh, okay. I, I thought you said sandstorm. I was like song yes <laughs> what is it dj dude or something <laughs> Darude, i don't know how to say it. also they were being attacked by technology i can see how, <laughs> how she saved them yeah those damn lines again <laughs> so anywho so they get stuck near a river so one of them decides we should stay and take shelter under one of these trees but the witch actually shows up and warns them they should actually go because these trees are going to fall from the force of the wind and that they should go through the river back home, um, that they would be safe. But instead, these mentejos, they go the opposite way, <laughs> and uh, they go away from their farm. And so as they're going, the horses start just becoming wild. They're rearing up, basically putting the kids' lives more in danger. I mean, can you blame them? She made them dig a hole and laughed at them, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. You know, like, they're probably like, hey, whatever, which... Yeah, I guess so. So I think uh, for the rest of the family, I can imagine that they'd be confused at this point with how the witch is acting, mm-hmm. right? How it acted all the way forthcoming to this point, 
I'm sure, like like you said, like they don't know what to make of this. Why is why is this yeah. thing doing this? Yeah, like why is it actually trying to help? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So well, so the horses, uh, they're rearing up, putting the kids more in danger. Finally, the witch, like, just basically is like, you know what? Fuck this shit. And she like gets the horses, or like, of course they can't see her, but the horses like start chilling out. She leads them through the river and back to the farm. And then the next day they see that like that she wasn't lying. Those trees did yeah. fall from the force of the, the wind, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. So another incident is uh, what, uh, that happens around Betsy's group of friends. They're all like chilling out, hanging out near like a cave almost. Uh, this one kid that isn't really like normally part of their group. <laughs> you, you, um, gotta, you gotta love the time period though, where you can just say like, "Oh, we're just chilling out a cave." Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, I think it was also noted this was on the property, so I mean, it's, it's yeah. On that's their what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it was just like we're just chilling. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> caves. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? The ancient alien guys. Caves. <laughs> Anywho's, um, they didn't. They can't see my face or my hand movements. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sure the aliens do was uh, a was, lot too. Was, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he's all like, I don't even remember doing that. Um, anyways, so these kids, they're chilling out by the caves, and there's this one that's new to the group, and he actually is like fucking around. And he somehow gets stuck in, like, this tunnel where, like, the cave, like, starts collapsing around him. Like, and he can only see black. Like, he sees not, no light whatsoever. Like and dark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, like, he's, like, freaking out. He's, like, yelling for them. And their Betsy and her friends are, like, hey, just keep yelling so he can find you. And so, finally, the witch is, like, you know what? I'm going to take care of this. And so, she yanks this kid out of the cave by his feet but like not even just like a little bit out of the cave but like fucking far right and so the way i have it is that she projectiles him out of there pretty much <laughs> basically <right>? yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah like my like jen said right the, the, the kid is buried and betsy and her friends are trying to find him and the kid is suffocating that's what he describes as seeing just pure blackness and then suffocating and uh, Betsy and her friends are digging frantically for him, but they can't find him. When suddenly the light of the room or the, the cave, right, the room just lights up and the witch appears and says, I'll fetch him out. And uh, the boy describes feeling two pairs of strong hands grip his ankles and rip him like 12 feet up out of the dirt. It's saving him. Right. And uh, Betsy, again. You gotta you gotta pay attention to these details. Betsy gives full praise to the witch, and she also claims that the witch isn't also not all too bad, right? She she gives all the credit to the witch. So it's almost as if she starts to begin to spin her own yarn about yeah, yeah, about the witch. She's doing that whole uh, what did we call in the political party that uh. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. What is it like when they try to save face or something like that? They're like, yeah. Like she's trying to walk it back? Yeah, she's all like, uh, it's not, it's, she's not bad anymore. She's doing good. I was thinking more like Stockholm Syndrome. Like, yeah, of course the witch is good, you know? But whatever. Yeah, I, I don't think so much because 
that she's actually doing good things, right? Like, this is, like, her second feat of, like, yeah. uh, so, goodness. But you also got to remember that these things are only happening around Betsy. It's not like this is happening, you All know. All over the place. Yeah, this okay. is only happening around Betsy's presence. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Betsy was one of the kids, like, trying to cross the river. Bendeja. But anyways. <laughs> just got to throw that <laughs> just out there. Sorry, it's it's the vodka. <laughs> a little Betsy, man. <laughs> so, anyways, so the notoriety of the Bell Witch spread and had attracted Doctor Mize. Is that how you say it, okay. or Mize? It's I I've heard it pronounced Mize. Okay, but do you have an encounter with uh, John Johnston? I don't think so. I may I have like skipped that, name, that by the way. one. John Johnson. Yeah, I used to. I went to school with a kid named John Johnson. Not Johnson. He was John Johnson. Like, but he was like, I'm not gonna say which, but he was like a third or a fourth or a fifth. <laughs> I'm not gonna say which. <laughs> but I was like, wow, there's that many John Johnsons. <laughs> Popular name. <laughs> so I do have an encounter I, that I believe happens right before this, right? Okay, tell me. So, uh, like you said. It was now that the local villagers at this point uh, were hearing about this quite often. And uh, at this point, they were either tired of the whole thing, bored, or completely terrified. But some would try and come to John's aid, often trying to distract the entity by having conversations with the witch or entities. And one such conversation went on uh, one night between John Johnston, who was uh, a family member, or not a family member, but a family uh, friend, that he had with the witch that he came to a discovery during one of these conversations. So John asked the witch, why do you want to see John Bell dead? And old Kate responds with, let us just say I dislike him enough to kill him. So John asks, do you not know, Kate, that John Bell is one of the most respected, well-liked men in all this land? And old Kate responds with, I do, and that is why he needs killing. So John says, and do you propose to kill Betsy Bell as well? Okay, it says, no. Why do you think I would kill Betsy? So John says, because you torture her everywhere. She goes. You shout at her, slap at her, pull at her hair. You have also forbidden her to marry, and I certainly think that proves you hate her. So the witch responds with, perhaps I am a jealous, as a suitor would be. Don't lovers often bat each other around playfully? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so John asks, I have never known any man who loves a, a woman to act as such. Old Kate responds with, how do you know I'm a man? So John says, well, you certainly are not a woman. The way you curse and spit and act like you're drunk. Are you a man? Yeah. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> so old Kate says, I am a spirit. I live in the wind and the water, inside house and out. In heaven and in hell, I am all things and nothing. And this was the whole conversation. Hmm. So it's pretty interesting to hear some of the conversations that different individuals have with the witch. Yeah, yeah. They, they seem to vary. I, I like the tidbit of how everybody's like, we're tired of this shit already. <laughs> <laughs> we're tired of your Bill Witch bullshit. <laughs> we want to walk around town and not have her constantly shining in. Like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> like I was buying shoes and she literally was like, they're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined my self-esteem. <laughs> or not even that. Like, 
In the last episode, we talked about how she put would... that candy back, badass. <laughs> God damn it! Man. You know, like can't even enjoy yourself. No, uh... you've already had carbs today. <laughs> it wasn't the dog; it was him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, well, we talked in the last episode about how she would report back to the family and yeah. like be like, "So and so is a lazy ass." Like. Basically, <laughs> a good so, old Sam is fond of the goats. <laughs> John <laughs> Johnston stuffs his crotch. <laughs> like, oh like my gosh! Um, yeah, just that's... my extra pair of socks I wear, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I need to keep them toasty. Oh no! <laughs> Anyways, so let's get back to Doctor Mize. Mize. Okay. Doctor Mize. Mize. I want to say my yeast, but like I know there's no A in there, so oh, okay. Dr. Mize. So his full name was Solomon Mize. Solomon Ooh, sounds Mize. very uh, yeah. yeah, like reputable. I am Solomon I'm doing a little Mize. Italian MD. Uh, <laughs> hand right now. Chef's <laughs> kiss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this so. A, I just want to say it's a very, you know, colorful group of characters. Oh, you, you got don't even you fucking got know. Shug. So the the other thing I, I know I'm kind of going off randomly on little tidbits, but you got to remember that this is like one of the earliest ghost stories, right? And this kind of sets the platform for all ghost stories going forward. You're gonna see the uh, like troubled family where the ghost begins to gain power because of a traumatic event, and the family is yeah, in disarray. So like You're, the outline. Yeah, it's pretty much the outline for every other modern day ghost story going forward. And this is no different uh, with with Solomon Mize being introduced here. I just I feel like they're not following it right because they sh- I I don't know where they strayed with it, but I would gladly appreciate if we go back to this outline of the drunk ghosts. <laughs> well, you know, those are the ones I want to be a part it's of. It's funny you say that, but I guess the closest thing that we got to that was the haunted mansion. If you really think about it, well, I What's guess the so. Mansion? The one with Eddie Murphy, the Disney oh, movie. Oh, I yeah, liked yeah. that movie. That yeah. was funny. But I'm just saying, we, we need Hollywood <laughs> if you're listening out there. <laughs> Holly weird. We need some more <laughs> drunk ghost stories here. You know what? I'm about drunk ghost stories. Stop giving Sassy. me clown movies. The oh, Terrifier. <laughs> oh, my God. And what was the other one that I told you to download with the balloons? Oh, and- Stitches? No, it was that was one of them, but the, the other Skags? one was Skags. Oh, Skags the clown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, I'm sorry, we're getting off topic. <laughs> Write those down, gentlemen and uh, ladies. They're they're not that bad. They're actually pretty good. Yeah, they were about my ex boyfriends, but anyways, um, <laughs> fucking clown ass <laughs> bitches. Burn. Oh <laughs> so, anyways, so Doctor Mize comes and he wants to debunk the witch. So he arrives, and at first, uh, the bell witch is quiet. She doesn't show herself for days, and he she actually reveals herself and spends a long time berating him with insults. <laughs> he eventually. Do you have any of these insults? You know what? I didn't write them down. Do you? <laughs> actually, I do. I have. All right, yeah. Eric for the win. <laughs> I have this whole encounter. Right? All right, do the. Let's hear this. Okay, so. Solomon Wise was brought in, right? He was described as being a broad, little, chubby man with a bushy beard and wore a broad hat that would cast a shadow over his eyes for a fact. So, big so basically, like, ass. Austin <laughs> Hipster 2020. <laughs> Pretty much. He was a neckbeard, I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> so uh, it was Drury and James Johnson who called on Mr. Mize, and thus he agreed to have a look at the inca- accounts, right? Dr. Mize arrived 10 days later along with his tools for ghost hunting. 
This consisted of a small windmill that would spin if a spirit was nearby. Ooh. A box filled with tubes that contained liquids that were claimed Whoa. to change colors if the spirits were present. Did he have a bowl of eyeballs as well? They <laughs> <laughs> feel like crazy. <laughs> and that's funny you say that because none of it fucking worked. Right? So the windmill was so sensitive it would turn no matter what happened. And the liquids never changed color as claimed. Right? Uh, the witch didn't even show up for three days after his arrival. Even though he had performed many conjurings uh, while quoting Bible passages, burning herbal mixtures, and reciting spells, uh, when he continued to get no response, he claimed that his aura was too strong, and that was <laughs> why the witch did not come forth. He deserves <laughs> what happened to him. <laughs> yeah. In an attempt to look like he actually did something, he took a broken shotgun and declared it was hexed, <laughs> right? So it was uh, not working, and he took the gun and fixed it until it shot perfectly. Thus, he had removed the hexed. But on the fourth day, as if the witch was almost summoned upon the good doctor, uh, the, 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 the witch finally appeared. A voice came from behind the doctor and yelled, Boo! <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Classic. 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 <laughs> Shit is packed. <laughs> this is where it came from. Yeah, that was the first boo. <laughs> no, actually, it was uh, it, it dates back as far as 1500s. Oh, chingo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, the, when the doctor heard this, he jumped up scared, like jumped up in the air is what they described. <laughs> then, <Yipe. laughs> then good old black dog appeared and began to berate the doctor. Ooh, the spirit started by asking if the doctor was a true conjurer. And when the doctor said he was, they began to argue over their knowledge of ancient rituals and Bible <laughs> passages. I would be the perfect one, but I, I, I can tell you just conjured some wee wee in your pants. <laughs> That's a good one. No, I didn't. I like that. <laughs> uh, with uh, Mises' claims, claiming his powers and spells and incantations all relying on biblical powers. But Black Dog scoffed at these claims, saying that many had already tried to banish him using Christian energies, and all had failed. The spirit went on to even criticize and attack the nature of the doctor's sorcery itself, saying, I have smelt your incense and potions, and you have mixed them incorrectly, and you left out critical ingredients. Mize, being insulted, asked Black Dog, how do you know about being demon and spells to get rid of demons? Black Dog then called him uh, <laughs> a dog dropping and compared him to a piece of uncooked sausage. Okay. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> I'm going to start calling people that, you fucking uncooked sausage, bitch. <laughs> he just has a flashback to like when he was a kid and his mom was doing like uncooked sausage. It really cut deep. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. I'm just going to start yelling back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> the ghost continued to berate the doctor's skills. Black Dog went on to say, Have not hundreds better than you strive to move me from where I choose to abide? Have I not heard all the spells in my centuries of life? Where in your mixtures are black bones and honey? Where's the flies, poles, dried worm blood, even tobacco? which you can pluck right outside the door. Where are your knots, your bells, book and candle? Why call me a witch if you think I don't know all the charms? 
Why don't you get that blunderbuss and blow the room apart with it, you rotten heap of donkey meat? Yep. Fuck. Yep. Black dog fucking just <laughs> ripping him apart. <laughs> so, yeah. My mom used to call me donkey meat. That's not funny. <laughs> so Cutting like, deep. I know, man. You don't fuck with these dudes, man. <laughs> so the witch continued to keep the doctor up all night. Damn. By making fun of his appearance now. <laughs> oh, oh, that's like that looking ass. <laughs> oh, like damn, he's getting. That's like I want to say that this is one of the early examples of roasting. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. you James. Yeah. Uh, I'll keep Kevin James looking, motherfucker. <laughs> My God, big forehead ass. <laughs> Fuck too fast. <laughs> You're just like, stop, please. <laughs> but there was one more insult in store for the good doctor. As he was on his horse attempting to leave the bell farm, his horse would not budge. The witch then spoke to Dr. Maya, saying, Do you need help, oh honorable doctor? Let me give your horse a slap and send her quickly on her way. Maybe I'll come along with you a piece. <laughs> The horse then shot off frantically with the doctor holding on for dear life. Just, ah! <laughs> yeah, I have on my notes, like the very little bit of notes on this incident, that she like followed him all the way home. You know, like the little pig that cried all the way home. <laughs> this is where the story originated, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> And like many other times that the witch has like slam dunked on motherfuckers, she bragged about this for weeks to come. <laughs> I swear to God, saying, this I'm, is Jesse as a spirit. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I can understand she's like, it's all quiet. There's nothing to do. It's like, hey, remember when I called that dude? <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny, right? Say it's funny. Say it's say it's funny. I'ma slap the fuck say out of you. With the beer don't. cracking open in the background. Yeah. And for some reason, like the, the sound of it, you could tell it's a Lone Star. Yeah. <laughs> Say it's funny. Say it's funny. Ooh. You remember that one? God damn, that was good. You're not laughing right now, but you're going to remember when you're in the toilet. It was a chamber pot back then. Oh, or is it a, just like a hole in the ground? I, I thought then? it was like an outhouse yeah, back I then. I right? said it was an outhouse. Uh, Whatever. Who's going to argue toilets now? Jesus Christ. Where is this podcast? I'm gonna going? Google this. <laughs> She's, I want to get, I want to get the full ambiance of the place. We need to be historically accurate. Clearly, because we're covering the Bell Witch. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, I, just, Eric's definitely gonna have to like take the lead on this next one also because I literally have two sentences. <laughs> okay, so uh, where, where Which you... was scary. <laughs> no, it was so... <laughs> What's her notes? <laughs> scary witch. Bitch. Scary witch, bitch. <laughs> because last, last week you was sassy witch, bitch. <laughs> but it is the oh, scary God. witch, bitch. This um. Um, so this next sentence that I <laughs> you know what I, during this time when I was writing my notes I was like man Jen you've taken too many notes let's wrap this up yeah, she so, sure was wow <laughs> she really was she was like I'm, I think my note taking was about so, to extreme yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, I think I know where you're at with this one but uh, even I maybe didn't take as many notes as I wanted to because this is is this Andrew Jackson no 
No. This was okay. actually the second visitor, uh, which was their family member. Oh, Frank Miles? Uh, no, not Frank Miles. I don't even. I didn't even write down his name, but it was. Um, family visitor that didn't like. Yeah. So. Um, was, that, was that it? Was it unwanted family visitor? No, no. Actually, so the second visitor. I. I'm so sorry. I didn't write down his name. It's so we're just gonna like call him second visitor. He was a family member. He was from England, and they had. Oh, I didn't hear about this. One. Yeah. So they had actually been writing him, telling him like these things that were happening in the house, and they told him about the Bell Witch. And so he actually was he interested. Is that why he came over? Yeah, he actually went and visited them, but nobody told the Bell Witch who he was, and so he was just there, really, just to observe what was happening. And so I would have been pissed. Was she talking shit? Like, who is this guy? No, no, actually, <laughs> quite the opposite. So she was actually more like trying to impress him uh oh, yeah yeah like i i when i was reading it it it's seemed not, hey, like you ever call a duda on cook sausage <laughs> over <laughs> no, there in england it seemed like she was trying to flirt with him actually what kind of insults y'all got like she was like just it seemed like she was trying to impress him during this time i think it was that she actually started like building shit uh, like on top of like stacking shit on top of each mm. other like classic poltergeist shit. Oh, okay. And um, like, like, like stacking like drunk people when they do that. I've never stack. done that, but okay. Um, <laughs> 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 like drink from the same cup all night. No, no, no like they, they, it's like little cup stacking. Yeah, thing. I know. Like at Nyosa, <laughs> like you know when they they bring they have like ten cups. They're like proud to spend like seven dollars on a beer. I, I thought it was like a game thing where you buy like cups and you stack them up. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody, no, nobody. Knows it was like a thing in like about. the 90s. It's like, a Laredo <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's a Laredo <laughs> thing. <laughs> or a Corpus thing. Clearly, we don't know this. <laughs> but, anyways, so. It's not native to you. <laughs> we drink from our cups here. I we use don't the stack same them. cup. Cultured <laughs> 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 swine. <laughs> Okay, so anywho's, so she's actually like trying to impress him. She's like pulling out all the stops, and he's like just there, like observing her. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what he does. Hello, Lola, and like he's just taking observations, seeing that like what the family's been reporting is actually true, Mm -hmm. and like he just basically leaves. That's it. Yeah. There's wow, like I, I actually, no no like, pomp and circumstance or anything. Like she's, he's a, just like, he's See a, a, she is an easy bitch. Come on, yeah, like, like she did. They hear a snap and like damn. <laughs> like she and I think what they were trying to prove was that like if she were if she would be able to find out that he was actually like blood related to them and okay. she never did. So she was that too busy trying to get in his family. Yeah, I guess so. Even though she could totally check out that uncooked sausage whenever she wanted to. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that she was probably like she was probably really mean afterwards like after she, looking through all four layers of clothes that they wore back then she finally saw the, the uncooked wiener, the uncooked wiener. That, that's probably why she was like hey what's going on boy boy hey <laughs> hey puppy egg mcmuffin oh what's going on over there so I actually have a different account for my good friend Frank Miles okay. even returning. Tell me who is this Frank Miles? <laughs> Remember, he was, he was Zach Baggins. Yeah, he was Zach Oh, Baggins. that dude. Oh, he came back. He came back. He's a fool. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
did he go and like practice his insults? Is he coming back to try to like? <laughs> no, he came back to try to convince John Bell to leave. The witch proceeded to slap the fuck out of <laughs> Frank Miles. Slap and that him. was that was the earliest account <laughs> to a ghost saying, "What did the five fingers say to the face?" And he was like, "What? Swap." <laughs> like <coughs> she slapped this man so hard that he flew from his chair. <laughs> then the witch spoke. If you think you can avoid me, then you better have. For I mean to give you a lot worse on the morrow. <laughs> Try your best to hide from me, and altogether we shall prove to old Jack whether or not a person can escape. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know she said bitch at the end. <laughs> this is very uh, Rick and Morty scary Terry. <laughs> You're just you're you're adding so this ghost this is, is now historically adding the word, accurate. Adding the word bitch to everything. Okay. <laughs> so so to try to get back on track here. Sorry. Uh, this is also around the time that the slaves began to get tormented by the witch. Yeah, that I actually purposefully let that did not write this down because I was like, this is terrible. What? Like what she would say about them. So I was oh, like, so I can't. I actually don't have anything that she says, and probably for good reason, right? Well, I, I want to know what she said. I think everybody's like, what, what is she saying? If uh, she's letting out bombs like uncooked sausage, what's going on here? Okay. Uh, so do you want to talk about this, or do you want me to? Uh, you can go ahead if you want, because I mainly have the protective wards that they create. You know what? I don't think I read or like read that part. So basically, okay. so Lucy again, uh, she was mentioned in the last episode. She is John Bell's wife. She was very young when they wed. John Bell's an old fuck, and Lucy's kind of still kind of youngish by today's standards. Mm -hmm. And she actually tells one of her slaves that works outside. I hate to say that, Jesus. She tells her that she needs to actually sleep under their bed now and this particular person is known to have a very heavy body odor and so she so while they're i guess they're having dinner or something this particular person is under their bed and like they're all just chatting and whatnot and then all of a sudden the witch like starts like making sniffing noises and she's like what is that what is that and like she goes to the room and she's like oh one of them's under the bed she like basically beats the person under the bed oh, out shit. and like talks about how she hates their stench and whatnot and like I just feel very dirty like even saying that. Oh yeah. But yeah. but yeah that that's basically the gist of it. I don't want to go into more details because it makes I need a shower after this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It just makes me feel really dirty like even like repeating that. Right. Uh. So. The account that I have is uh, that the slaves began to be tormented by the witch. In an attempt to protect themselves, the slaves began to create protective wards, or often called witch balls. They were described as being disgusting, smelly little balls made of animal excrement, human semen, spit, sulfur, foxfire, and camphor. They can be argued whether they worked or not. On uh, one walk along the river, a man named Dean encountered a dog. The same dog-like creature that John had uh, previously encountered. This time, though, it had spoke and was angry that Dean was carrying the, uh, the witch ball. The ball began to swell 
to the point that he couldn't hold it anymore, so he placed it on the ground before it exploded into flames. The creature growled at Dean and crouched down, ready to pounce. Dean, carrying an axe, took it out and brought it down on the creature's head before it could actually attack him, oh, shit. splitting it in half with blood just splattering everywhere. So this wasn't the last time that he actually saw this creature because it disappeared as soon as like he took the axe out of his head. It just disappeared. The next time Dean had seen this creature, it had adapted and grown a second head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it, a chimera? <laughs> yeah, pretty much now. <laughs> Uh, and uh, that was the account that I have on the, the witch wards that they started creating. I didn't read about that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So what happened after that dude got slapped? Which dude? That, that's what happened. Uh, oh, well, he took off and he never so returned. So he never returned, but he nope. didn't get her or anything like that? No. Like he didn't. He was just like, fuck it. Dr. Mind. Like I don't want to get slapped again. Yeah, he ran like away with his tail between his legs. So anywho's. The third person that shows up, I don't think I wrote his name down either. Fuck, Jen. So anyways, um, he was a detective. He, When he arrived, he again was met with silence by the witch. Mm-hmm. So when she did reveal herself, it was in the middle of the night. So during this time, this detective's going on and on about all these cases he's solved. And uh, just basically, like, fucking making himself out to be a badass. He's over here being Steven Seagal of ghosts. <laughs> and I hate Steven Seagal. I was about to say, wait, you hate Steven Seagal. <laughs> what? I was like, so he's a badass? No, he's not a badass. He thinks he's a badass. He has no kicks. I have a whole list of why I hate Steven Seagal, but we're not going to get into it. This is Paranormal Chat, not We Hate Steven Seagal <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Coming so, soon to our <laughs> network. <laughs> I hate Steven's Hope podcast. It's just me drunkenly ranting. But anyways, fuck um, his greasy hair. <laughs> yeah, basically. Fuck his nose. <laughs> no, fuck the way he squints. But anyways, <laughs> he's listening right now, going, "I believe this shit. I have to go down to Texas, <laughs> kick this lady's ass. I'm gonna give her the best hand." Anyways, fuck you, Steven Seagal. Um, so this detective is talking about how badass he is for days, and like the Bell Witch, <laughs> the Bell Witch is just like not revealing herself. Finally, like I think she like tells one of the people, I don't know who it was. She's just like, make sure everybody's here tonight. And so basically, we're that's a terrible like yeah. just, just make sure everybody's watching. <laughs> it must have been blacked up. Um, so, anywho, so word spreads. There's a lot of people at the house, and uh, a ghost told me to show up. I don't know why. I was outside, and this voice was like, hey, "Show up to this house. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Good times to be had." Um, but so, a lot of people show up to the bell house. They're expecting a show. The, like the night passes, the bell witch doesn't reveal herself, and they're all like, you know what, bitch, I ain't gonna, re- I'm not gonna fucking miss this shit. So they are all like, sleepover, <laughs> and so they're all like, basically in the bell house, and they're all like, fucking sleepovering. Yep. And so all of a sudden, like the bell witch uh, reveals herself, and so in the middle of the night, she sits on the detective's chest. It's in the middle of the night. It's just completely dark. And he can't breathe. And she starts to beat the shit out of him. And she whispers to him, which bell am I? 
<laughs> and so he's freaking out, making a ruckus. And so finally, when somebody else in the room lights a candle, there's nobody around him. Like, like, and so he's starting to like get ready to start accusing everybody mm-hmm. in the room. Like, which one of you fuckers did this? But then, before he could even start, the bell witch whispers in his ear, like, which one was it? And like, basically, is <laughs> just fucking with him. For the rest of the night, like, she's just fucking tearing him down. She's basically roasting his ass also. Yeah, yeah. That, that basically happens for the rest of the night. He leaves the next day, and that is the last we see of the detective. Yeah, and uh, the way I read it is that he almost began this investigation with, like, a level of contentment for the family. Like, he thought they were frauds to begin with. Yeah. He had claimed that he was, like, a master of defrauding sleight of hand. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He was, he was like, I'm going to debunk the shit yeah. out of this. He, he, uh, he came in show. there just thinking that they were a bunch of fakes. I think, so, uh, what I is think, it? Richard Price, I think, is the, the dude that was always trying to debunk Houdini or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he's the Richard Price of the <laughs> Bill Witch. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that is what triggered the witch in her response, right? Like, it, it almost seems like she was trying to, like, you bitch, you don't know shit. Yeah, like, I'm I'm kind of glad. I'm like, fuck you, dude. But anywho's. So, our last visitor is probably our most famous visitor, which is Andrew Jackson. Mm-hmm. Andrew Jackson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, like, the, Trump, the president, Andrew Jackson? Uh, he wasn't president He wasn't then. president yet. Yeah, I was saying, but like that dude? Yeah. Okay, so $20 bill dude, right? I don't know my yeah. presidents. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? $20 bill guy. That's I buy my one. beer and booze with <laughs> hard. Exactly. <laughs> SSFCU. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, so the only reason that I wasn't, I did take notes about it, but the only reason that I didn't want to dive too much into it is that there's no written account of this there's no evidence that this happened (laughs) this is just pure storytelling at this point it's a good story it is a good story (laughs) though it is phenomenal it's funny okay so (laughs) i'm sold let's yeah let's hear this 20 dollar bill man okay maybe that's why he got on the bill (laughs) (laughs) so andrew jackson arrives onto the farm with his soldiers but he didn't arrive without problems So on their way in, they're discussing whether the witch was real. The wagon they were all riding on suddenly refused to move forward, despite the horses, like, trying. Eventually, Jackson suggested that this must be the work of the Bell Witch. And she finally speaks aloud that it was her. And that she would see them at the Bells. See ya, bitch. (laughs) So when the men arrived, they were met with excitement. Everybody, like, was there. They had a big dinner. It was a thing. It was fun. Yeah, they were hearing stories around the dinner table. Yeah, like, it was a, it was like a quinceanera. And just like every quinceanera, you have that one uncle that fucks it up. Yep, he had too much jack. <laughs> so, or not enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, one of these men in Jackson's company claims to be a witch hunter. And that he actually carries around the tail of a cat that was a witch's familiar that he shot. Fucking gross. 
So <laughs> she, no, she roasts him specifically with this cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he keeps on boasting about himself, and finally Jackson says, "I wish the witch would fucking make herself known." That's exactly what she does. <laughs> so she's like, "Oh, I'm the one." She's <laughs> like, "Bitch, you got it." <laughs> so as if on cue, she arrives. At first, it starts off with soft footsteps to loud running directly up to this fucking <laughs> witch hunter, like, bitch. <laughs> so she slapped him around till he fell out of his chair, and she grabbed him by his nostrils and brought him back up to sitting in his chair by his fucking nostrils. <laughs> yep. So anyways, so basically she's just berating him. She's making fun of him. She's roasting this fool. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take down any uh, notes about... Um, so the way I have it is... So let, let's... So this is the way I read it from a different book, right? While hearing stories about the witch at the dinner table with the bells, one of Jackson's companions began to brag about previous encounters and beating them off before. He pulled out a cat's tail and said this is why his pistol was always loaded with silver bullets. <laughs> Jackson basically told him to be quiet, like shut the fuck up, and that he was a coward. And that's when the witch showed up. Old cat announced herself saying, General, I am here as promised and ready for business. And that business would be this bag of hot wind. With that tail up against his nose, your little puckered mouth looks like the cat's <laughs> asshole. I thought it was supposed to warn you when I was near. I've been standing behind you for the past quarter hour. Pudding head. <laughs> yeah. So pudding head that was just, basically bitch. That just reminds me of like that uh, that one Dexter moment where the, the black dad comes up. He's like, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> And literally, that's all I could think is like the ghost literally was like, surprise, motherfucker. It's like, shit. <laughs> this cat asshole does nothing. <laughs> so the bragging man started to shake in fear and pulled his pistol and fired. But nothing happened. The, the weapon didn't fire. Then the witch said, try again. So he shot again and again nothing happened. Old Kate said, it's my turn. She pulled the man up into the air and slapped him in the face and then dropped him down. She then picked him up by his nose, sticking her fingers in his nostrils, making them flare out. She lifted him just enough for him to tippy-toe as he screamed, She's breaking my nose! She's breaking my nose! <laughs> the front door suddenly swung open as the witch escorted the man out. Oh, shit. When she finally released him, he ran off and never returned. Oh my god. Yep. So the only thing I have after this is that fucking Andrew Jackson thought this was the most fucking hilarious ass shit <laughs> yep, ever. Yep. Um, like he was content with this. He was like, yes, this yeah. is a good show. And I think the only other thing that I didn't take note of it, but I remember that there was something like she told them, like tomorrow I'm going to reveal like something else about a person in your group. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but like they're all like, eh, we'll go. Yeah, so in the morning they left. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They never got to 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 reveal what that secret was. She she was just like secrets. (laughs) 
That's why her hair was so like, big. I don't know, man. Like, the <laughs> Bell Witch is a bad bitch. Seriously, what a baddie. She's a, bad bitch. She's a baddie. Fucking Catherine, or Kathy Bates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. This just further reinforces the theory that Kathy Bates is, is the, yeah. She's eternal. She's eternal, yeah. Does, does, again, guys, does Kathy Bates have a Twitter? I think I have a Twitter. I don't really know. Every, every, <laughs> every like, 50 years, she has to, like, take human form again. <laughs> like Keanu Reeves. What is oh, what? What's it? Yeah. What? Haven't you seen the thing where, like, there's, like, all these paintings, and they're like, look, oh, clearly this is Keanu Reeves, like, back then. And then oh, yeah, they show him, like, from every century. Yeah, they're all like, clearly this man is immortal. And they're just like, <laughs> clearly there's a hot guy in every century or whatever. <laughs> so, anywho, so I think this this is, like, the end of the the encounters of the witches, like, Visitors and whatnot of them trying to. We're getting to, to this explicit content that we were talking we're, about. We're, we're getting. Are we rounding the corner? We're just Almost, answering. yeah. Okay, just, just. Okay, so we're getting back to Lucy Bell, which is John Bell's wife. So this is the underage uh, girl. Yeah, or well, when they got married, she was very underage. So Lucy uh, Bell, she fell very ill. And so again, I'm just gonna remind people that the spirit like was very fond of Lucy. Uh, She was always very kind to her and would express how much she loved Lucy. Lucy got very sick and she was bedridden and she was actually to the point where she was no longer even able to eat. And so the entity was just like, you know what, girl? I know your favorite foods. I'm just going to fucking make them rain. I got you. Yeah, basically. And so out of thin air, uh, grapes and hazelnuts fell into Lucy's lap. And so Lucy was so weak that she was she wasn't even able to open the hate or like crack open the hazelnuts. Which over here was just like, girl, I got you. And like was cracking open these hazelnuts for her to eat. Basically, the witch fucking helped nurse Lucy Bell back to health. <laughs> yeah. And she would yeah. even so so again, visitors would actually visit Lucy during this time, bringing her food. But the witch would get mad at them because they weren't her favorite foods. And she would send them away. The witch would send them away saying exactly that. was like, these are not Lucy's favorite foods. You don't belong here. Don't bring these fucking enchiladas (laughs) made with flour (laughs) tortillas, bitch. Is is that a Big Mac? (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. She likes Whoppers. Get out of here. She's a Whataburger girl. (laughs) So anyways, Lucy recovers mm-hmm. thanks to the Bell Witch. Are those takis? Get it. <laughs> She's the a takis. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, I could just imagine the accent. Ooh, salsa get it? Get it, here you go. That's awesome. <laughs> you got Bigfoot back there with you? <laughs> Holy shit, this is like the first story that Bigfoot hasn't appeared in. Oh, you're Well, right. you're welcome for me to bring it. <laughs> the saddest Bigfoot. <laughs> No, I, mean, I think Bigfoot was like, that bitch is too drama. Yeah, he's <laughs> just like, mm-mm, mm-mm. they're going to roast my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anyways, so we're going to jump to, uh, we're going to jump to October 1820. And this is when the Bell Witch decides she's going to finish the deed with old John Bell. Mm-hmm. So, she's constantly beating him throughout his days. And she was constantly making his tongue and throat swell. 
his nerves actually uh, started doing the jolting thing again, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. his health just rapidly deteriorates. Was this like a, a revolving constant thing throughout his life? It, in the beginning, his symptoms were very mild to where he could hide it from everybody, right? There yeah, but it was always like happening but he to did, Yes, he did oh, always okay. have the swelling of the tongue. He had the fungus that grew in the back of his mouth. He also describes having as if like two sticks being jabbed into his jaw so he couldn't like really close properly. Yeah, he yeah. always felt pain in his mouth. Uh, but like Jen said, this is when it begins to like really, really worse. Yeah, it's like, really bad. It's just like fucking going, fucking going itty on the highway with John Bell's health. <laughs> <laughs> he actually soon needs help walking. Um and so I didn't actually take a lot of notes on the day of his death, but on December 12th, the witch has bedridden John Bell on December 20th. He actually finally dies. And so I actually have the day before. Yeah, like I, I, I figured you would uh, have these notes, so I'm going to let you talk about that because there are some very specific things that she does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you said, it was during the fall that John, still being sick and after spending two months in bed, felt well enough to help his son in the pig pen that day. While in the pens, John was suddenly pushed to the ground aggressively with his shoes flying off his feet. They put them back on and tied them up tighter, right? This happened two more times with each time his son tying double knots in his shoes, making them even tighter so that they they wouldn't fly off. And that, like I said, that happened two more times. John went and sat on a log when his body began to convulse and jerk and contort uncontrollably. He began to hear aggressive singing coming from the sky with demonic shrieks and screams. John cried and said this was the end of his life and the witch was coming. John's son took him home and uh, John continued to hear the screaming and singing throughout the day and night. For the next two months, John spent his time there in his deathbed. Like hearing that constant out of nowhere screeching. Yeah, just all the time. That Uh, sounds like a terrible way to go right there. Yeah. So do you also have when the doctor is brought in? I didn't take that note, no. Okay, so uh, not knowing what to do, John's sons called on a doctor. The doctor, not knowing exactly what to do, examined the house and found a bottle with a strange and awful smelling black liquid in the kitchen cabinets, half filled. The witch appeared and claimed it was feeding it to John Bell, and she had finally given him enough to take his life. Not knowing what it was, the doctor tested it on the family cat. Mm. (laughs) Well, just I know a lot of people are probably going to get upset with that, but that's how it worked back then. (laughs) You know, pretty much. The, the family pet was, you know, the <laughs> one that got, yeah, it's is the, the one that got it first, you know. Yeah. So uh, the cat raced around the room momentarily, then it went limp, and then it died just minutes later. <laughs> so the doctor smelled John's uh, breath and found that the smell of the liquid was present on his breath. With not much more he could do, he asked for his pay and left. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's like, well, I got to run, guys. Much. Sorry it about the like, cat. He's like, you don't have I a can't. copay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't heal you. I killed your cat. Now fucking pay me. <laughs> Pretty Damn, much. That's like fucking today, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, holy well, shit, I mean, yeah. not really, because back then it was like not that big of a price <laughs> here. This time yeah. it'll be like a fucking 50,000. Like, give me your house. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
you came in with a cold. We gave you some cold medicine, and we're sending you home. The bill is sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, no shit. Cold medicine Jeez. is a <laughs> a fucking ambulance ride is eight hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. Uber just that, you have a better whatever. chance. Yeah, I thought it was more than that too. Just better chance calling an Uber to take you. For so, real. <laughs> so, uh, with my previous uh, uh, person of interest, when they got into a car accident. They were escorted to the hospital with a with, by an ambulance. Eight hundred dollars is what I remember. Yeah. So, anyways, back to the story. Yeah. Uh, on December 29th, eighteen twenty, John Bell took his last breath and finally passed away. The witch, to everybody's relief, did not attend the funeral. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Fucking roasting yeah, no his shit. corpse. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, do that chain. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's the fucking energy that she gives us. <laughs> it was after the funeral that the witch said, uh, after accomplishing what it had been conjured to do, it would be bidding the house farewell. And after all the witch had done and uh, put Betsy Bell through, she actually ended up marrying uh, uh the school teacher yeah. oh really and yeah. i actually have quite a bit of information on that actually. oh really go ahead so is this like a happily ever after kind of thing no. oh no oh, okay yes. so no. the witch is back on her shit again or well you'll see <laughs> i'll see yeah well, well, is she on her bullshit or not just girl <laughs> so it's after this that we're gonna have to give the treasure one yeah oh okay oh so she really on that bullshit thing. <laughs> so after the death of john bell the an- the entity actually becomes quieter and she becomes weaker richard bell or richard powell our school teacher leaves the town to preschool to pursue a teaching <laughs> and super vodka <laughs> <laughs> i'm drinking a truly now um <laughs> pineapple so, anywho, so he leaves uh, Red River to pursue teaching and his political aspirations. Uh, he decides when he's pursuing these political aspirations that he should travel around to all of these counties where they could actually be voting. Basically, he's fucking doing all the work himself. So, he makes it to Red River. At this point, he's kind of like an established person. Like, people know who he is. And he hears that the day before Joshua Gardner had proposed to Betsy and that she had accepted his proposal. So when Powell comes upon Red River, most of the town were actually out on a town picnic and all were planning to fish. Like they're all again, like along the river, they have their little poles out, like they're just doing the cute shit. Powell arrives, everybody's like, of course you have our vote, blah, blah, blah. And so they're all just like happy and then like everybody's fishing and Powell is being messy and takes Betsy aside and actually starts to talk to her and asks whether or not she knows that he loves her. What the fuck? Oh shit. I know, like that's real messy. Like <laughs> she literally just accepted a proposal the day before, but come on. So she admits that she did know and did understand that he had feelings for her. But she felt that she was such a simple girl compared to him and that since that she was no longer his pupil, that that's why he left Red River. And I'm just like, okay, that's still creepy because like she was super underage, but whatever. <laughs> so they realized like, hey, we need, to, we need to go back out in the public before people start talking. 
Soon after Powell leaves uh, Red River, the witch makes her presence known again to the town, saying, please, Betsy Bell, don't have Joshua Gardner. And this is the second time that we know of that she's like saying this publicly to the entire town, just fucking meddling in Betsy Bell's love life like a fucking messy ass tia but whatever <laughs> that day she decides you know what i'm not gonna marry joshua gartner and so she said that she dun, be- dun, dun. <laughs> uh, yeah so she says that she believes the witch to be gone for so long that that's why she accepted joshua gartner's proposal but because of her reappearance out of nowhere because she decides that she wanted to marry gartner that she just believes that no matter what happens or what she does, this fucking witch is just going to follow her for the rest of her life mm-hmm. if she decides to be with Joshua Gardner. So she said she's not going to marry him. I think that was it. That, that basically that the Bell Witch said that she that her whole goal in her her life was to make sure Joshua Gardner and Betsy Bell never married and to kill John Bell basically <laughs> so, so basically after betsy's like break up their engagement joshua gartner's like all right bitch and moves out west <laughs> yeah basically um, you and your haunted ass yeah <laughs> so um so after hearing of this uh powell actually richard powell returns to the bell household um he didn't learn his lesson did he? real so what's up with these guys? All it would have taken was real. one spooky slap. <laughs> <laughs> she should have beat the shit one out of him. One spooky poke, one spooky boo. While I'm taking, I'll be like, one you know what? Spooky finger in the yeah. butt. Yeah, <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. One spooky anything, I would have been like, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, you want to defile a child, you asshole, exactly. and just that thumb in the butt. You know what? Just, I'm just telling you guys right now. I'm coming back as a ghost, and I'm but, just gonna okay, slap the shit out of like. If we're going by this logic, then wasn't the ghost that's like way older hitting on her as well? Why you would she who? on Betsy? Yeah. No. Or who she was the who was the protecting Betsy? But didn't she say she was like a jealous? No, she was giving an explanation to possibly why. Because there was a there's an interesting theory put forward that she never really divulges who she is. Yeah, she even though she like, she does say that she's old Kate and all this stuff. It's an interesting perspective because they say that it's more along the lines of, like, I could tell you who I am, but you wouldn't understand. Because, like, she's not of this earth or of this plane. Like, you you, you know, it, you, a human mind wouldn't be able to comprehend. So. Yeah. Still. So, again, Powell returns to the Bell's household. And uh, here's, or, well, he returns because he realizes Betsy's just like, you know what, fuck you, Joshua Gardner. And so he's like, here's my time to pounce. And so during this time, the entity makes herself known again. And this time she actually kind of takes a, like the only known physical form. She comes from the fireplace. She's in the shape of a misty cannonball type thing. So for a few years, Betsy remains single. And then Powell comes back and like Betsy's had all these suitors, whatever. And so finally she's like, you know what? Okay, let's do this. Let's get married. And I think she's still a teenager, which is creepy. Well, she, I think she, they marry after she becomes 18. Yeah, still a teenager. Um, 
Um, but by then, he was a member of a, uh, the legislature, and he had, at that point, acquired a small fortune. Um, and Money. Yeah, exactly. So she's like, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure she wasn't yeah. like, I guess. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was like, yes. Jackpot. Yeah. <laughs> so that basically, like, without getting into too many details, her and Richard Powell marry. They have kids. And so this is when we're going to talk about this trigger warning. Going forward, like, this is just just a fucking warning. Yes. Like, it's, it gets very dark very quickly. Richard and Betsy, they have kids. When their one of their daughters turns 12, this is when Betsy actually begins to suffer uh not her spells yet but like she starts to not being able to sleep through the night uh the same type of hauntings that happened at the bell house like things uh like hitting their roofs and their walls yeah, begin yeah. the noises yeah so it's like it comes full circle yeah okay and so um betsy she's just troubled through her sleep but she's not waking up but richard powell is noticing these things He's noticing it's it's affecting his wife, and so he um, he suspects that the witch is trying to return to try to to like fight the witch or like fight this thing. He actually learns uh, how to hypnotize and like mesmerize really? so her. It's, it's a so in your story, he's the one who hypnotizes her. Yeah, what? Who hypnotizes her in your story? So. In the one that I read, uh, he actually takes her to a hypnotist. Really? Yes. I don't know if you want me... Do you want Yeah, yeah. I want to hear your version. Okay. So, in my version, uh, Richard Powell and Betsy Bell married in 1823 and lived happily for, you know, 12 years before the thumps on the roof and the sounds in the room started to reappear. So, trying to fix this before it got worse, Richard took Betsy to a hypnotist. To see if maybe the key of, to all of this lie in Betsy Bell herself. Once Betsy was put under, Betsy replied in the voice of Jerusalem, the little boy entity who only uh, or who claimed to only tell the truth. Mm-hmm. While Betsy was in her you know dreamlike state, hypnotized, the hypnotist began to start to ask questions about the witch's origins and why it did what it did. And finally, the witch revealed why it had done it. It exclaimed that the witch was created to protect Betsy after her father, John Bell, had begun to molest her at the age of 12. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's, so it's pretty is, terrible. Yeah. Okay, this is where it's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, if you remember from all the little stories that we told throughout this, John Bell married Lucy when she was what age? 12 She's years done. old. What were a lot of the encounters that were happening to the family with sheets being ripped off, Mm -hmm. pressures being applied to them? All of these things begin to paint a picture if you were really kind of paying attention and kind of putting it together. So the witch said that it had pulled the sheets from everyone's bed to mimic John Bell pulling the sheets from Betsy's bed at night after everyone went to bed. Uh, when it came to the crushing weight everyone experienced, it was the witch's way of mocking the weight of John Bell putting on Betsy's body as he covered her mouth shut. As far as the slaps and hair pulls and dragging, the entity said that it was because Betsy should have told her mother and the church of John Bell's actions. But since she didn't, it was 
basically Betsy's form of punishment to herself for allowing the community to believe that John was a good man. All in all, essentially, she had created her own Toba to fight off the evils of man and to enable her to protect herself. That's and this is where we were trying to say that like it gets really dark because it's it's an interesting theory to say that though I don't know. Uh, you you it, go before I can form the words. You let me hear what you had to say. Or I, well, I need that, to, that's pretty much the same well, thing. That to me, it sounds like she, like, you know how people go through like traumatic events and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, what's to say that the residual energy that she had from these traumatic events didn't cause this to happen? Like, yeah. what if it's right. not? Like, or well, one of the other things that that came from this hypnotism was that Betsy was actually the one that poisoned John Bell right. while she was and sleepwalking. I, and I do have that, but I wanted to touch on the subject previous to this because, well, no, you know what? I This was my bad. This was my mess up as a storyteller. My bad. I'm sorry. So uh, it, it did become clear to the witch that in this form that she, was, she wouldn't be able to inflict a killing blow to John. So the entity said that it was actually Betsy who killed John Bell under her possession. The entity said that Betsy picked the necessary ingredients to create the poison that would kill John, and she did not remember a thing as she did this and delivered the the dosage to John Bell. So, do you wonder if it was like a slow poisoning? Seen as always, always. I don't uh, think it swelling. was. No, I don't think it was either. Yeah, I think it was. Um, I can't remember the name of the berries that she supposedly picked. But that she basically like pressed them into the jar like that morning or the day before. Yeah, or something. But do you think she was like, slowly poisoning no, like, through a throat, it, fungus it, kind of stuff? No. So uh, I, I think with the physical activity that the witch was inflicting on Betsy, you could see as a, I guess for lack of a better description, a parasite drawing energy from a host before it could actually start physically interacting with the world around it. Right. But uh, one of the more interesting theories that I heard was that uh, you, you also got to remember what medicine was at this time. Yeah, right. It really it, it wasn't, wasn't medicine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they were still calling, you know, people uh, with mental issues uh, lunatics because they believed they was affected by the fucking moon. Right. <laughs> but this may have been an undiagnosed disassociative identity disorder. That ended in a killing, basically. Hmm. I, I so, don't know. If, I mean, at this point, was uh, what year? What, what time was this? Did we have a actual cocaine and Coca Cola? Was it around around this time? No, <laughs> we were not in that time yet. No, no. I think we're still like in the eighteen twenties. Okay, right. I'm just saying, like, there's uh, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of pseudoscience <laughs> going on, you know. Because of the molestation of her father, she created this entity to protect herself. Yeah, and I and I think that that's just like it's so sad to say, but that's like just the strongest like form of protection that she could have gotten back then. Because imagine if she did try to go to the church, right, right and um, right. say these things, like mm-hmm. just like with his reputation and all of this they wouldn't have believed her yeah absolutely i mean just think of the difficulties of being a woman in our present day yeah try to understand being a woman in the early 1800s with the practices you know of women being complicit to the man's needs and stuff like that following the bible and christian (laughs) beliefs and stuff 
uh, it, it was a different time. Uh, she would have maybe been more plagiarized than anything before being believed that, you know, a, a man, especially of John Bell's stature, could, you know, have done to her. Yeah. So it, it, it was incredibly difficult. Uh, who knows what she was thinking at the time. Yeah. But um, basically, uh, during this hypnotism, what came out was that, like, all of this, these things started happening because she was scared for her daughter uh, that had just turned 12. And she was scared that her own husband would begin to do the same thing to their own daughter that her father had did to her. Right, and right. so um, once that actually came out, the haunting stopped. The entity never made herself known again, as far as they knew. But like once that the witch or whatever entity it was confirmed that Richard Powell wasn't going to be doing the same thing to their own daughter, like she just disappeared, yeah. and that was it. See, and then then that almost even kind of reinforces the whole. Uh, oh my god! Uh, like the the witch's love for Lucy. No, love for, for uh, Richard Powell. Because remember, oh. she was always trying to push oh, that's Betsy true. to Richard. Maybe she always knew that. I mean, she always said, like, you're not going to be happy with, with Joshua, Gardner. Joshua Gardner. Go with, with uh, Richard Powell. Mm -hmm. And she even says that the reason why she never pursued. She had always had an interest in Richard Powell. But the reason why she never pursued Richard was because of the fact that he was an older man. And because she was being molested by John Bell, this was taboo in her mind mm -hmm. to have interests in an older man. She, I guess she thought it was wrong to do that because she was being molested. Or is this going to yeah. lead to the same? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, very that, yeah. dark and sick kind of ending. That also makes me think, like, that's why the witch was so fond of Lucy, though. Like, it's never outright said. Yeah, but, like, right. she... Clearly, like, Lucy was the protector, or she tried to be the protector of her children, and clearly was the the loving mother figure that all of them needed. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess if you grab the context, the context of everything that's going on, she, the entity would always put the male figure that would come in yeah. in their place to kind of show as a role model to the other younger yeah. females, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, interesting. I wonder if the if the Bell Witch ever possessed any women's during uh, what is it women's suffrage? See, <laughs> <laughs> you think she was out on the streets giving sass to everybody? That would only I could only hope. <laughs> you fucking uncooked sausage. <laughs> and from that day forward, <laughs> Trump always heard <laughs> someone yelling from the bathroom, "You donkey meat." <laughs> Donkey meat. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we could cook that sausage on the grease, the excess grease of Steven Seagal's hair. <laughs> Fucking God, don't start. But anyways, so I think that that definitely wraps up oh, um, yeah. the yeah. Bell Witch. I hope Steven Seagal just went, I got a scary story. I want to go over there I wanna know and I'm going to chop the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> just a, a good old Steven Seagal threatening letter to you. You know what? Oh, He's shit. all like, I chopped <laughs> Our special forces <laughs> fighting ghosts in Nam, and you disrespect me like this. I, I oh can't. my god! I Does your mother him. know about this? <laughs> Is this how you act? 
I can't see ghosts because my eyes are squinted so small. <laughs> no, that you know what? He squints so that he could see the other realm. <laughs> <laughs> you think oh my God. you think my friend Bigfoot that I served the numb with <laughs> oh appreciates God. this? <laughs> but anyways, let's wrap this up. I don't even know what we're at. Cousin Jesse Devil doesn't appreciate oh you. My God. <laughs> you are a part of a special task force <laughs> to bring down your benevolent spirits. You remember Hellboy? He stole that from me. <laughs> <laughs> While building a lore around Steven Seagal. No, let's not do this. He's terrible. He's terrible. Anyways, so let's wrap this up. Thank All you right. guys for sticking with us um, for this long, if you have. Um, Again, this is paranormal.chat. Definitely give us a good rating. Uh, leave us a good review. Make sure to follow and share on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at paranormal.chat. Don't forget that dot. Very important. And if you want to be on the show or if you'd just like to email your story in, it's letschatparanormal at gmail.com. Or comments. Anything. Yeah. 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 Interact. Also, uh, I know Jen said caves for a good amount of time during this uh, story. <laughs> Go ahead I? and do the hashtag caves and send me some <laughs> creepy stuff. I want to. I want to know. Tell me about your spooky cave, yeah. but not about your vagina. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> whoa. Oh, Jesus Christ! That truly's hidden in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. The uncooked meat cave. <laughs> It's scary. Talking about the actual caves <laughs> that you know, you know from your town with or the rocks. city. <laughs> you know, were you a youngster? Were you hanging out in caves? Did you know people that were hanging out in caves? Did your mom not let you hang out in a cave? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I want to know about these caves. I never hung out in a cave. <laughs> and I want to know. Clearly, Jesse has fucking missed out or something. I, yeah, I, have, I have a, what is it, mofo? <laughs> I missed out on these cave things. Let me know. <laughs> but uh, I I hope everybody enjoyed this. I really do. Yeah, because I read a lot of books. <laughs> books, <laughs> not plural. Okay, well, um, I want to say I, I came into this not really feeling it too much, but you know what? I, I, as I'm pretty sure some of the listeners, I'm like, you know what? This is an interesting read. Yeah. Andrew Jackson. I'm gonna look at the twenty dollar bill and go. He's spooky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. You got yeah. M. Night Shadow Bloodlad tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about if I got that. You know, I didn't feel like it was a big twist, but I feel like, you know what? I like I, I like this ghost. You know, I, I came... Because she was over. sassy. Yeah, she was something else. She was else. calling motherfucking you know I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? She, she, was, she was something else. Not your typical Freddy Krueger. I kind feel of like that. That's a Gordon Ramsay fucking insult. <laughs> your uncooked sausage. <laughs> oh yeah, he's the re- he's the oh, reincarnation. <laughs> he's reincarnated by a witch. Huh? Yeah, basically. Yeah. What are you? You know what he, I'm he calls an idiot them? Sandwich. I believe he calls people donkey meat. Now that you said that. <laughs> or he does call them donkeys. Um, oh yeah, you puff. You know what? Oh my god, I can't even remember. He calls them walnuts. Your walnut, <laughs> yeah. Why do you sound Irish? He's not Irish. He's that's my that's my English accent. Your walnut, <laughs> I know. You know I what? Do. Clearly, I can't do any accents except well, for we're, Mexican. We're drawing all the lines together. So, Bell Witch goes to Gordon Ramsay, goes to Steven Seagal, to Kathy goes, Bates. No, goes to the special unit with he was with Bigfoot, Jersey Devil, 
It's it's all coming in. It's like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Tin foil hat crinkling in the bag. I'm gonna you know what? While Jesse's passed out, I'm gonna just make a tin foil hat <laughs> on his big ass fucking head. Uh don't let this lady lie. She's gonna pass out as soon as we're done with this. <laughs> you know what? Quick quick story that has nothing to do with this podcast. Just to back up Jesse's claims. <laughs> Had a bad bad day at work on Saturday. And I was like, man, I'm going to drink so much. I'm going to get fucked up <laughs> on Saturday. So we put this out of bed at 8 and I was in bed by 8.30. <laughs> at 8.30? More like 8.15? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> That's how my Saturday went. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening this far. If you have, um, definitely, again, please rate. Uh, good, good rating. Give us a share. Like us. And... Send in your stories, and oh yeah, this is gonna be this the episode before Halloween, so have a very safe Halloween. Yeah, yeah we have some yeah. really good content coming up on this next one. I yeah, want to say. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's yeah. it's definitely gonna be about some scary shit. We're gonna talk about a very traumatizing time. <laughs> we're we're in all gonna my have life. our own little separate uh, <laughs> deals here, so it's gonna be fun. Yeah. So uh, have a good night. Good week. Whatever. Be safe. Stay safe from COVID and all that bullshit. And bye. Don't forget to vote.